Joe. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to everybody listening. My name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. We have been friends for over a decade. Uh-huh. And each week, we call each other and we catch up for a couple minutes. And then we hang up and that's it. We just call, we catch up, and we hang up. And that's it. Yeah. Right, Joe? That's what we do every single week. Mike, here's what we do. We call each other at around 5.30 and then don't actually record the show till close to 7.30. That was ridiculous. So, everyone, we had a little bit of a surprise for you guys. Yeah. In that we had planned to have um, enemy of the show, show, villain of the show. Friend of the show. Come on. He's friends of the show. And it was I was excited to catch up with him, but it was Joey Buhecker from Cocktails and Cream Puffs. And his audio wasn't working right. So Cocktails and Cream Puffs, award-winning show Cocktails and Cream Puffs, they record in uh, everybody on the cast is in one room. So they don't have to kind of have this extra element where Joe and I are also hooked into a Google Hangout where we record neither of the setups are like complicated it just is complicated maybe to switch it's more complicated to to switch once you're kind of set up for one or the other yeah and it was literally an hour no you're wrong it wasn't literally an hour it was more than an hour (laughs) good point of joey just being like Oh, hold on, let me let me try this. Wait, let me hold like, on. Don't talk. Don't talk. How's this? Is this, uh, is this so good? Do I feel good enough? And be like, uh, no, you're overmodulating. Okay, how's this? Do I yeah. do I sound better right now? And you're like, no. Test one. Test two. Test one. Test one. Okay, I know. And then, too bad he won't send us his audio because we actually did finally like record for about ten minutes, uh-huh. and he fell out of his chair. <laughs> I forgot about that. (laughs) What's funny is that was the smaller incident of the night. I forgot that even happened. While we were recording, you just heard like... (laughs) (laughs) And then he was distracted because uh, his partner was coming in the room. Yeah, because he was worried. Are they married? I don't know what their story is. I don't think they're married. I don't even know if they know each other. Yeah. We're not actually convinced he exists. Yeah, because he was always like, sorry, I was on mute because Kevin came in to check on me. But uh-huh. you never heard Kevin. Yeah. He's like, um, uh, like he plays both characters. Like, so um, people come over. Niles like, Crane's, uh, wife. Oh, I see where you're going. He plays I both I was char- thinking, like, yeah, he plays both characters. So when, um, uh, people come over, they have to, like, talk to joey Buhecker, and then he's like oh i think uh my the stuff in the oven's ready and he leaves <laughs> and then kevin comes in the room and he's like hi yeah. guys and he's just wearing glasses and so it's the only difference he's like hi i'm kevin <laughs> and they're like oh that's it's weird yeah <laughs> um anyway uh so it we it, it was a, it was a mess here's the good news the second he signed on, you could tell there was a mess going on. So I wisely recorded the whole thing. You're not going to get think, the whole thing. I think the first thing he said to us was like, don't talk. <laughs> Guys, don't talk right now. So like, I recorded the whole thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull out, because a lot of it's just like, hello, hello, testing, testing. I'm gonna pull, but anything that's interesting, if it's basically Mike and I, uh, anything of Mike and me uh, ripping him apart, you're going to get. So we'll put it, we'll tag down to the end of the show. I I think um 
I fear that this is going to be boring. So I'm putting well, that cavi- caveat out. You there. can think it's boring, but I'm editing all the boring stuff out. Mm, okay. But we're still just like sitting around trying to sh- troubleshoot a microphone. I don't know. In my opinion, it could be 30 seconds of stuff. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't recorded it yet. Okay. Anyway, so what you know what we should play right now. So one of the one of the big reasons that we wanted to have Joey Boohecker on the show is I don't know if you guys remember this, but months ago Mike and I announced a contest for people to write new lyrics to our theme song, and we had hundreds of entries. Many of them were really good, um, and some of them were even great. But the best one went to Joey Boohecker himself. And this, we told them, this is the first award that you've won without uh, begging for votes or money online. And that's the moment he fell out of the chair, because he was reaching back to get his award of some sort that he has on the shelf. You're right. You're right. That's it. He fell out of the, so we tell him that he fell out of his chair because he was reaching to to like, look at this asshole. Look, look, asshole. Meanwhile, we're not using video. We're not using video. He wants to show us. He was reaching for a trophy that we couldn't see. You know what's funny? You know the trophy was only like three inches off the ground. That's how short he is. He yeah. got out of his chair reaching for a trophy three inches off the ground. Anyway, so why don't we play that now? Bad jokes aren't good uh, if you say them twice. Did I say them twice? That was just a bad joke, but you did say it twice. You know how short he is? Three inches off the chair. That's how short he is. <laughs> Can we play this fucking song? Yeah, go okay. ahead. That was really good. I'm really proud of my friend Joey Buhacker for sending that in. Mm-hmm. Um, and owning up to the troll and owning up to wanting to, to destroy other shows. Takes yeah. a man to admit something like that. And also that, you know, that he wants to get rid of us so that he can win all the podcast awards. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for sending that, you know? Yeah. So the, and when I ahead. hear him sing, it just reminds me, because his voice just reminds me how good your impersonation of him is getting. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I can barely tell the Which two one apart. is better, my impression of uh, Joseph Buhacker or Adam Burns? Adam Burns is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Dad gummit, I don't know why Mike has it out for me. I haven't heard uh, Adam Burns speak in a long time. So, Buhacker. Well, you know he has a show on uh, Pride 48 called Dubious Intent. Uh, Joey Boohacker, I know that your impersonation of him doesn't really sound like him. 
I was gonna. You know, I'm gonna edit this out of the show. But you know what's on? You're saying it's boring. You know what's on there is, is this whole thing about Taffy's grandma. <laughs> oh my god! I think it's better than you think it is. Okay. Um. <laughs> no, no, no. Out of context, no. <laughs> I was talking about David Bowie and Prince. <laughs> Because that makes it better. <laughs> that makes it better. And then I go, oh, did Taffy cry about her grandmother? No. <laughs> she took my advice. <laughs> she took my advice. <laughs> and she didn't cry on her show. <laughs> Why? You're Why? just Why? repeating his words. That's all Why? you're doing. Why would anybody... Why would anybody ever do Emotional advice <laughs> from <laughs> Oh my god. Let me let me take child rearing advice from that woman who like that Susan what was the name of the woman that drove her kids into the lake? I don't know. What was her <laughs> How are you editing anything out of this? I'm not <laughs> Um what are, so I'm gonna what's take up? relationship advice from that um <laughs> I can't remember anybody's names. The woman who killed her boyfriend or whatever. I'm going to take know. ice skating advice from Tanya Harding. Sorry. But she's a good skater. <laughs> 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 whatever. Okay. Um. <laughs> so, uh, what, what are we even doing? I don't know. What's going on with you, Mike Lawson? Nothing. You know, I had that English class uh, on Monday. Yeah, you know, I caught up with catching up this morning, uh-huh. and I was reliving your story about English. It's awful. I I want good news out of English. Well, I've had class. several. I've had several people uh, message me privately. These are friends, not like oh my god, all the fans are messaging me. These are just friends of mine who listen to the show. And I would say, out of the five or six friends that listen to the show, three or four of them have told me that independently, they don't know each other, that listening to the sh- the English class stories gives them a lot of anxiety. Yeah, I w- I mean I was getting angry when I heard it, so I understand yeah. that. Because well, like it's kind of like watching Fox News or something. Yeah, even worse though, because Fox News I think at times is kind of tricky and they're sly at what they do. But like watching e- like maybe like a Sean Hannity show that's a better example. Um, not just the news on Fox, but mm-hmm. Sean Hannity. Like it just is like so. Like it just gets you very angry, and you yell. You want to yell back, and you want to like participate. Yeah. So hearing hearing you tell the story and not being able to like react to the person that's telling it. Uh, or imagine being in the room and it being said, and you can't leave. Yeah. Or you'll you know because here's one of the stupid things about community college is you know when I went to UC Irvine. You either went to class or you didn't go to class, and that was all on fucking you, right? Yeah. If you didn't do well in the test, well, st- start going to class, you know? At community college, because it's essentially just 13th grade, right? you have to show up to class, or if you miss, like, more than two or three times, they kick you out of the class. Right. So, huh. I had, like, for instance, when she was going to show those videos, actually, if it was a real college, I would have just not gone to class that day. Yeah. 
But um, I didn't have that choice, especially since I have to miss one day later in the month. Anyway, um, so, okay, so the paper, the final paper was due on Monday, and um, I had a midterm in math on Wednesday, and math isn't my strongest subject. I'm doing fine in it, but I have to work really hard for how I'm doing, okay? Yeah. I blocked out all my time, like, by the minute from, like, last Friday till Wednesday, the midterm. I had, to, like, everything that I needed to do, because also, as you know, I'm staying with my parents for two weeks because the people I sublet the apartment from... We're coming back Tuesday. Right. And so I had to get the apartment ready for them. I had to study for my math test. I had to finish my essay for Monday. I had to do all this stuff, and it was, everything was blocked out. So Monday morning, I show up. And by the way, I wrote – the paper needed to be five pages. I wrote nine fucking pages, right? There were mm-hmm. almost like chapters in this essay where I talk about the Supreme Court. So the, the basic structure was I'm choosing Hillary Clinton. Uh, she has problems, but I like her. And there's also a problem with Donald Trump, right? And then, like, here's like a here's like all the awesome reasons that Hillary Clinton's super qualified for the job. Here are her positions on issues. One of them being the Supreme Court, and that she's going to have the ability to nominate justices. Here's all the cases that are going to be coming up before the Supreme Court. Here's why it's important that she nominate justices that are uh, progressive in those areas. Here's why Donald Trump is a terrible person. The end. Okay. Okay. So I take it on Monday. We get there on Monday, and she says. You know what, guys? Are you guys just so excited about the debate? I'm so... uh, Guys, I am so excited about this debate. I think this is going to be... everyone. Do you know that 100 million people are going to watch this debate? I am just like, I already got snacks. I went and got... I'm just... All I can do is think about this debate. So why don't we do this? Because I think maybe some of you might change your mind if you watch this debate. We're going to make the final paper due on Wednesday. Uh, Now, here's what's funny. It's actually Monday's... That she got a teaching degree? (laughs) Well, here's the thing. Monday's class was actually really good. I wish she would have done it... Instead of the Wednesday with the videos, we should have done this. Where she had us all swap papers, and then Mm -hmm. we peer-edited the the papers in class. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when I got mine back, so one of the things is you're not allowed, ugh, this is so dumb, um, write a paper about who you're voting for, new rule, you can't use the first person. Okay. So, right, so I'm like writing like, the author really feels that Hillary Clinton, right? So this person, because they're all idiots in this class, dings me, keeps circling where I write the author, and goes, first person, I'm like, no, it's not, Okay. So, so then at the end of class, I go, you know what? Let me check with her, though, just to be sure. Sure. So after class, I showed her, like, look, this paper, the person circled uh, the author. Is that, is that, are you fine with that? She goes, well, you know, why don't you put this author? And I go, okay, not a big deal, right? And she goes, let me look at this. And then she ripped, ripped the entire introductory paragraph apart. and was like, this is not going to do. Nope. Anything that was like, it's like, because the introductory paragraph has about like, this paper is going to talk about Trump and any, oh, crossed it out. Had I was just like, oh, she was like, You're, this is not going to do well if you turn this paper in. Okay. And I was like, oh, But it was God. constructive and came came from an English teacher's perspective or from a political Well, science? she was, she was all like this. What is it? Why are you, you're supposed to be writing about, well, this is what she says. You're supposed to be writing about who you're voting for. Why are you telling me about who you're not voting for? 
Mm. Right. I was like, what? But don't you want to look at the other side and like tell, you know, like hear the other arguments? Like that's a lot. I would say four of the nine pages is about how shitty Hillary Clinton is. And here's my <clears throat> answer to that. Right. But that, that is a that's a decent criticism. She wants you to tell her why you're voting for somebody, not why you're voting against somebody else. No, I'm not saying, I mean that's fair, right? I'm not saying it's unfair. I'm just saying, well, I wish you would have put the, put that out before the day, bef- not two days before the papers do, right? Yeah, because because it, it, you've been working on the paper for five weeks. Yeah, six weeks. Well, no, five yeah. weeks. You're right. Okay, I turned it on Wednesday. Okay, so I'm like, you know, what? I'm gonna take this to. They have like a student like peer editing service, like you know, like okay. a writing center. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take the paper there. I want to see what I just want to see what they say. I want to see someone who's like has no stake in the game. I want to see what they say. So I take it on the student editing service. They're like, you have to wait for like an hour because you don't have an appointment. Mm-hmm. But when a, a, an appointment opens up, we'll call you. I'm like, okay. So I'm sitting there, and I'm sitting there, and there's this like cholo guy like on the computer like typing his essay or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just whatever playing on my phone or whatever. Then I just hear like. What the fuck, eh? <gasps> right? And then he like, you hear him like stand up and like, you know, like the sound the chair makes when it rolls back because you've just stood up? Yeah. And he does that like cholo posture where he like his chest is out and his hands yeah. are back. He wants and he to go- fight someone? And I go, oh shit, what the fuck's going down? And he goes like, and then you just see him standing there. And then all of a sudden his hand like goes like, right? And he goes, yeah, bitch. Right? And okay. then. He like pauses and he looks at this girl and he goes, "There was a fly." What? Yeah. And I immediately text Richard. Immediately, <laughs> immediately text Richard. Right. Uh huh. That was the greatest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. So, okay, so I sit down with the peer editor, uh-huh. and she looks at it right, and she's like, "Do do 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 do." She's like, "Okay, so like um." You have a lot of words, like a lot of big words. And um, are you sure you know what they mean? And I go, yeah. Like, I don't know what they mean. So, like, I don't know. That might be kind of confusing to people. And I was like, Re- what the fuck? Really? I'm being criticized because the words are too big? Right? So then I'm like super. She's like, and maybe you might want to cut out all this stuff about Trump, you know, just to keep it to Clinton. Oh, she did say that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so, so that's the same criticism the teacher gave you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, here's the thing. So, I get really stressed because I have that midterm on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And I, ugh, I'm just, I was so excited to like, just focus on that, right? Oh, gotcha. So, now I have to redo the paper. Luckily, I, I, in my head, though, I was going to be like, oh, I got to rewrite the whole fucking paper from scratch now. The whole paper, I got to write it from scratch. Okay? Adam Vaughn and Richard are like, you wrote a nine-page paper. Just cut out all the anti-Trump stuff and anti-Hillary stuff and just keep it to, like, here's why I'm voting for Clinton. They're like, I bet yeah. you have five pages. Probably. Yeah. I do. I have about four. a Four full pages. I need a full page left. Right? Mm-hmm. So I just picked two more issues that I liked and um, put the topic set. Like I made, okay, so. Evidence. Yeah. I don't know how heavy I don't know evidence. But anyway, uh, I just gave like, five full pages. Here's the thing, though. Here's what's ironic. It's, I just had a gig over the summer writing um, scripts for videos for a big company. 
right, mm-hmm. for their online test prep. On Wednesday morning, as I'm driving to school with my new essay that's just like a dummy, literally like a dummy version of my original yeah. uh, essay. Okay? Yeah, that you dumbed down for the teacher. Yeah, that I dumbed down for the teacher. Uh, the a, a person from the company I was working with said, like, hey, you know those ink, that writing videos you wrote? They're all done if you want to check them out, which I still haven't checked out all of them. But I checked out some of them and I was like, oh, this is the essay I'm supposed to write. The, the, the essay that I write for like, you know, when your graders only have three minutes and this is a multiple, this is a standardized test. And here's some tricks you can use to fool the graders. Mm-hmm. I basically have to do that. And I got like, well, that's what it is. You know, I just got to write dumb essays. Rather than like an, and the thing is like, we want you to write an academic paper. I wrote an academic paper and they shot it down. Yeah. They wanted a five page. I am voting for Hillary Clinton. Here are three reasons why I'm voting for Hillary Clinton. Reason number one, she is smart. Here's all the evidence she's smart. You know, like the five paragraph essay with like, in conclusion, I believe Hillary Clinton is the best choice for president. Thank you. That's what they want. you're there to f- just jump through the hoops. That's what I did. I jumped through the hoops. So whatever. So, oh, so here's the best part. So on Wednesday, I walk in to the class. My essay's done, right? Yeah. And we're turning in the essay, and and she's chit chatting with us, right? And she's like, um, as because she says we need. Well, I need to turn your essay in this way. It's not important, right? But as we're compiling the essay the way she wants it done, she's like, so did anybody watch the debate? And everyone's like, yeah, we watched it. And like, and she goes around the room. And she's being friendly. She's like, did, did you know, yo, you know, Gerardo, did did your mind change at all? Did anyone, did anything change for you? And people are talking. And she goes, um, you're not going to believe it. Can you guys believe I forgot to watch the debate? What? <laughs> and Gerardo, who is actually a real person, goes like, hey, can you believe she was? She, 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 he turns to me. You, she forgot to watch the debate, and this girl goes, "Oh yes, no, she didn't. She probably didn't cry the whole time, you know." And then, you, oh. yeah, she that she watched the debate because you know who else conveniently forgot to watch the debate? Someone else who likes Trump, Michael, the kid. Oh, in the classroom. Yeah, he goes like, "Oh, I forgot to watch the debate too." I believe Michael didn't watch it. Michael's got a life. I don't know. You and I can talk about Michael off the air. Wait, you don't want to say you think he's gay on here? <laughs> Just in it. case the kid from your English class You never listens. know. I might try and fuck him by the end of the semester. But then that means he is gay, so us saying it is no big deal. Good point. Okay, I kind of think, yeah, I guess I kind of... Let me tell you... You get I, a vibe. You know what? I get a... I wouldn't be surprised if he were gay. I don't think he can get sued for that. In my no. opinion, he might be Do gay. You, do you think that if he is gay that he is out of the closet in no, his life? No. Okay. No, no. Okay. I do want to have sex with him, though. Wait, your your concern was that you would be sued? Really? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that that was such a worry. That that was a worry you have ever had. I have a constant fear of being sued. Okay. Let me ask you this question, actually, about East L.A., since we have a lot of time to fill today, since our Joey Boohecker episode didn't pan out. Yeah. So... Um, I went to that East LA parade with Richard. Yeah. And we went to lunch afterwards. And when we were sitting there, I don't think I told the story on the show. There was a, a guy who wanted more salsa. And the waitress walked by and he goes, uh, hey, you don't have more salsa? You did tell this story. Okay. 
I have an update on that story, strangely. Okay. And it has like a little bit of a quiz. Okay. Do you have one of those debit cards with a chip in it? Yes. Okay. So I go to CVS in East LA, not far from that restaurant, and then I buy a couple of bottles of water. That date's really hot. Yeah. Oh, wait. you don't, It was really hot in LA a couple of days ago. Okay. And I, I'm buying the bottles of water, and I take out my debit card. She goes, and she, the girl, it's a girl. And she goes, is that the debit card with the chip? And I go, yeah. She goes, oh, if you use the debit card with a chip, it's not going to work. So you've used this chip before. So what would you do in this case? Uh, well, if it swipes. So yeah. if you swipe a card with a chip, that means it doesn't work. It, w- it won't swipe. But I've gone to machines that don't have a chip reader and I swipe. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you this. Your options are there's the one you have the option to put the chip in and you can swipe. So you pull out the card, you're about to put it into the machine, and she said, Oh, you're the chip, it's not gonna work. That means that the machine won't take my card. Oh. No, I, it, I assumed it meant You had to swipe? I had to swipe it. So I swipe it and she goes Like did he, did she goes, you hear me? I, I look at her and she goes, I told you it's not gonna work. Mm-hmm. And I go, what do I do? And she goes, put in that hole, the thingy in the bottom. And I go, oh, the thing I would have done anyway? <laughs> right? Okay. So I was telling Richard, I go, I think I, I could talk for an hour about this, but I'm not talking about for one minute. Uh-huh. But that Mexican people, particularly in later. East LA, <laughs> 12 minutes later, next, okay. But that Mexican people in East LA, they speak in terms of anticipated outcomes and in particular anticipated negative outcomes. So like, you don't have salsa? Yeah. You know, Got like, you have a car with a chip, it's not going to work. I mean, they have a little movie in their head. And in their head. All of them. Every single one of them. Yeah. Every single person in East LA ever that ever existed. They um, have a little movie in their head, and in their head, I took out the card, I'm old, and <laughs> I'm not going to know that I have to put it in the chip part. So she's right. already telling, but they don't know how to, it's so, so, but I actually think that this is, this extends to their worldview, believe it or not. And this is why I feel a lot of Mexicans, myself included, um, often don't try for things because they think, ah, that's not going to work out, because they, they already see the negative outcome in their heads that makes any yeah. sense huh. so but i can talk about that for an hour it's a whole that's a topic for a whole other day okay so there's that topic anything else going on with you mike lawson you should save that for your other podcast that you're doing what other podcast uh, boring.com uh, latino linguistics of west la of east la west la east latino LA. linguistics like hi i'm latino so uh no what's what do you got going on next week or no i have another story that? oh god this oh one's short god. this one's short you know danny yeah. We went to the Hollywood Bowl for my last, the finally, the season of Cameron is over. Good. All of our tickets are used up. We went to go see Sigur Ross at the Hollywood Bowl, and uh, it was a good show. And then afterwards, we went to the Eagle, which is a leather and fetish bar, as you know. Yeah. So Were we people to- getting, like, roped or anything when you were there? No, but it was, like, people, like, in, like, puppy masks with, like, leather... Oh, underwear yeah. on and like chains dancing it was weird so we go there and we're sitting there right and not sitting there we're staying around we're talking you know having a nice time yeah i'm having a beer and all of a sudden i feel someone tap my shoulder 
Oh. And I turn around and it's this tall, handsome, I would say, white guy. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Are you using this chair? No, like, hello, what's your name? Okay. Well, first of all, he taps me on the shoulder going, ah! You know, when you're yeah. like a short Mexican guy and a tall white person taps you on the shoulder, you're like, don't arrest me, you know, or something like that. Sure. So I go, ah! And he goes like, oh, sorry to scare you. Uh, what's your name? And I mm-hmm. go, I'm Joe. And he goes, oh, I'm Sean. Okay. By the way, his real name, I know I hesitated, but I was trying to remember what it was. He goes, I'm was Sean. Was he handsome? He was handsome. Okay. For anyone that watches Finding Prince Charming, the the one person that uh, isn't me, he looks I like. Watch it. Oh, do you really? He looks like Paul, the one whose partner died. Ew. I mean, he's a, he's a handsome guy. He's just an obnoxious person. Mike, Paul, I would never date Paul, but I, he is handsome. Uh, okay. He creeps me out. He does. Like, I, I agree even with like you. Even like the smile and everything, yes, it's not completely agree with you. But if you just so see does a the guy of have him, the smile? Mike, he reminded me a lot of him in the same kind of creepy way. Okay. So I was trying to have a conversation with him, and it was super awkward. Imagine, imagine Paul. Imagine having a conversation with Paul. It was like that. Did you ha- in that conversation? I imagine I would have very clear thoughts. I know we all kind of do some of these subconsciously, but I would have. Very conscious thoughts like, is it possible that this man is a murderer or a cannibal or something like that? Did you I, have any thoughts like that? I didn't have any thoughts like that, no. Okay. I just thought he was like an awkward, he's from North Dakota, he's giving me his life story, right? But yeah. but within a minute, I wanted to get away from him. Sure. So. This is, and that's the anticipating incident. And it's, we're like 15 minutes into your short story. <laughs> yeah. So then, um. Some other, which I now I know Sean's type, this short, fat guy with a beard walks up and be like, hey, Sean. And Sean's like, oh, hey. And they're talking, right? So I use that opportunity to run away from him, okay? So like I run around to the other side of the bar, and I'm like, Danny, just get away. So we like run around to the other side of the bar and like hide, okay? Huh? So now uh, I finish my beer. Danny's like, let me get you another beer. I go, okay. And I go, he goes, oh, Sean's walking this way. And I go, oh, but there's... There's a lot of people between us. There's like a ton of people. It's packed, right? I go, he's he's fine. He's good, right? Yeah. Danny buys the beer. I, Mike, it's like a horror movie. I turn around immediately. He's standing right there. He's like, you got away from me. And I'm like, oh, ha, ha, ha. I don't know. We, we need to buy more beer. Yeah. And then he leans over and he goes, take your shirt off. <gasps> and I laugh. Uh-huh. He goes, no, seriously, take your shirt off. Everyone will freak out. And I go, yeah, they will. I go, but not for the same reasons you think they will. Right. And um, and so then, like, I ran away again. Mm-hmm. And uh, then Danny told me he saw him making out with the fat guy with a beard later. It's kind of a scary story. Mike, it was kind of scary. I'm not going to lie. Well, I'm glad you didn't take your shirt off and... I'm glad that you didn't get roped into this guy because I feel like he is scary. Yeah, he was very tall and very white and from North Dakota and kind of creeped me out. Cut to, Mike, remember that guy, Sean, I was telling you about uh, three uh, weeks ago? Uh-huh. We're dating. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Um, well, okay. What do you got going on? You know what? Joe, whatever you got going on next week, save it. I don't give a shit. Why don't Ew. you... Why don't you, um, why don't we segue to the video and then just surprise us with what you got going on next week in the next episode? Well, it's not a video, it's audio. 
Oh, whatever. Joey, I've been talking to you for three hours. I know, I know. We need to go. You're right. No, I, I do not blame you. I don't blame you. Yeah. Can you believe um, it? Three hours, Mike. So we're going to cut back right now. Joey's going to edit together some of the audio from earlier when we were in a better mood. <laughs> oh, guys, the the great mood we were in earlier, if you could have seen it. All right, you know what? I'm going to let you have it, Mike. It was nice chat catching up go with you. Go to hell, Joe. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Or call our listener line at 510-239-7798. Um, I mean... Um, uh, um, 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 uh, um, uh, um, Use action to defeat worry and fear. Do something to change what can be changed, and you'll no longer be afraid. <laughs>